Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything, weather, science, earth science, and more, occasionally off-topic things, most of which we would carry now on a Friday with our new format. Uh, I'm your host and the creator of the Weather Jazz podcast, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And this is episode number 140, and today is Wednesday, January 13th, 2021. Now, earlier today, this morning, uh, I actually had a conversation with Scott Sable, our morning meteorologist at WJW Television in Cleveland. And uh, we did that via Zoom and had a wonderful conversation, except that the technology failed us and it was human error, and that was mine, uh, and uh, I was not able to actually record it. So what I'm doing right here and today and right now is recapping the conversation that I had with Scott. We'll have Scott back uh, at some point in time here in the next uh, probably 30 days because of today's topic. Now, today's topic is about a Lake Erie ice and the way that it forms in the wintertime. And what happens, obviously, is the atmosphere cools down. It takes a while for the lake to cool down, but eventually it does. But you need some very cold air for ice to form. You see, there are plenty of years where there isn't a whole lot of ice on Lake Erie. Last year, last winter, the winter of 2019 to 2020, a very good example there was very little ice that actually formed on Lake Erie. But there are plenty of years where the lake completely freezes over, and you need some pretty cold air to do that. So let me show you a graph right now, and all of these graphs will be available on the show notes on weatherjazz.com, episode number 140. And of course, you can watch the episode uh, on weatherjazz.com as well, if you so like. Uh, but this is one of the graphs uh, that uh, I will be posting on the show notes. Down in here is where we are at in terms of Lake Erie ice. It's near the bottom. We almost have no ice on the lake right now. And this is where we should be. The average is at about 35% inch, uh, 35%, uh, of uh, the lake uh, covered with ice. However, that has a lot of elbow room on both sides. So you can have years where even by now you're well over 35% and years where there's no ice uh, like there was last year. Uh, but does that mean that this is going to be one of those years that we don't see a lot of ice on the lake? Not necessarily. Scott Sable has a wonderful blog, and I have a link to the very blog that whose graphs I will be highlighting here today. The link is going to be at the bottom of the show notes on weatherjazz.com, episode number 140. 
you'll see many more graphs than I will actually use here today. So if you want to really dig into the nitty gritty, just go to the blog link and uh, take a look. But there have been plenty of years, albeit a handful, I think six, since records began on Great Lakes ice, in particular Lake Erie ice. 1973 was the first year that uh, Lake Erie ice data was uh, begun to be collected. And since then, there have been about six years where we started out down near the bottom. And then this is one of those years. This is 2000. This graph is on the show notes on weatherjazz.com. And look how we ramp up from nearly no ice to almost 90%. This was in the year 2000. The most recent year to have a really interesting ramp up from almost no ice to a decent amount would be the year 2019. Uh, that was uh, just a couple of years ago. And so all of these plots, the plots where that occurred, uh, are on this graph. Again, they're on the show notes on weatherjazz.com. And you can see that given the right circumstances, you can have a real interesting sharp incline uh, from no ice to a whole lot of ice in a short period of time. What you need is some very cold air for that to occur. Now, uh, on Monday's episode, episode number 139, we talked about the uh, short-term and the long-term outlook currently, and that we were looking at a pattern shift. And that pattern shift would essentially take us to, at the very least, uh, some below-normal uh, temperature uh, patterns, colder than normal patterns, but at least initially would not be what I term eye-watering, cheek-numbing, vowel-slurring cold. Uh, but that doesn't say that that won't occur in this particular instance. Uh, Scott was looking at uh, some of the blocking patterns that are taking place, and all of his thoughts are on the blog, his blog, uh, the link uh, of which will be in the show notes. So we're looking at the North Atlantic block, the Greenland block starting to take place. The Pacific block is trying to develop. And more importantly, the third piece of the puzzle is what we call stratospheric warming. And that is over the poles in the stratosphere, way up around 100,000 feet, a sudden warming of the atmosphere, warming from normal. And what that has a tendency to do is to take all of the cold air at the poles and start shoving it to the south and uh, finding a place uh, of least resistance based on the blocks. And so with those three pieces of the puzzle in place, it is entirely possible that as we enter into this cold phase beginning this weekend, we could get into some very cold weather uh, as we enter into the very last few days of January and early February. So suffice to say, not only are we looking at an increased risk of developing some decent ice on the lake, but we're also looking at uh, some pretty good uh, snowfall potential here in the next two to three, perhaps four weeks or so. And that falls right in line with a winter weather outlook that we issued uh, back last year in 2020 in October, late October. Go check out the episode. And uh, we mentioned at that time 
that the coldest air would very likely occur somewhere between January the 12th and February the 14th. Now, we're not too far off. It looks like things will start happening this weekend, and at least for two to three weeks, if not a little bit longer, we will be in that cold pattern. So we might not have a whole lot of ice on Lake Erie, but historically, as you can see, it can happen. It has happened, not often, but it has happened about six years or so in the last 40, and uh, this may be one of them. And this will be something that we will need to watch over the course of the next uh, couple of weeks. And we'll, of course, keep you updated right here on Weather Jazz. Please remember that we have a new format now. And the new format essentially uh, includes looking at current uh, and medium range forecasting patterns on Monday. So it is basically current events, what's happening right now, and especially for the Ohio Valley, what does that mean for me? On Wednesdays, we'll cover a science topic, and the science topic today, Lake Erie Ice, and there is a connection to current events, so that's kind of a, uh, a nice bonus. And on Fridays, it will be basically an open line Friday, free-for-all Friday, where I take your questions, and be thinking about that now for this week, and I'll uh, be telling you where you can submit your questions uh, here momentarily, and uh, I will certainly be entertaining those um, as well. So that's the new format, and uh, so we're looking at about three episodes per week, generally, and I'm sure there'll be some exceptions where the weather will actually dictate that when things really get interesting, it'll warrant an episode and we'll just go ahead and, and pop it in there. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode, episode number 140. Hope you'll help me to spread the word about weather jazz and your sphere of influence. Use your email, use uh, perhaps social media, whatever social media you are on and uh, share the link, share this link on episode number 140. And special thanks to all of you who have partnered with Weather Jazz to support Weather Jazz to expand the podcast, to expand the programs, and to get more of them out there. And that's what uh, this new format is all about. And uh, those people that have partnered with us thus far, Christine Barnes, Ohio, Bill Martin, Florida, Andrea Rich in Tennessee, and I would like to add your name. And uh, the link is available at the bottom of every single episode now of Weather Jazz. If you would like to partner with us, and I'll make sure that your name gets added as we go along. All right. If you have a topic suggestion or if you have a question for Friday, for, by the way, uh, all subject is uh, not off the table. You can ask anything you like. It's open line Friday. That's what that's going to be all about. It can be about science. It can be about anything. So, weatherjazz at yahoo.com is the um, email address that you can submit your question to, or you can uh, talk to me on the Weather Jazz Podcast Audience Connect line. That number is 1-234-525-5888. Again, the number 1-234-525-5888. And uh, you will be greeted with a recording 
with uh, instructions, and then you can leave me your audio message. And some of those audio questions and messages I will actually use on the podcast, especially on Friday. Uh, By the way, if you're listening to this podcast via a podcast aggregator, make sure you subscribe. And if you can, offer up a review. Those reviews are very helpful in getting the word out. So we'll see you on, hopefully on Friday, with another engaging episode with uh, Open Line Friday, by the way, of Weather Jazz. See you then. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz